Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of Subspace Communique's Life After Trek. Uh, I'm your host, Chris, or Captain Pike, and with me, as always, is Charity. A.K.A. Crewman Becky. Hi, hi. Yeah, tonight's episode's a pretty special one. Um, not only do we dive into uh, Trekdom, but we also dive into another sci-fi series that's kind of near and dear to our heart, um, or hearts collectively, yes, I totally. should say. <laughs> we don't share a heart. <laughs> um, but uh, it's Stargate Atlantis. We love Atlantis. It's one of our favorite sci-fi series. And you guys would know tonight's guest is Dr. Carson Beckett from uh, Stargate Atlantis. But he was also in the, the 2009 J.J. Abrams film, Star Trek. Honestly, he was in the running to be Scotty uh, in the new film. Super cool. Yeah, and we were totally, <laughs> we we really wanted Paul to get the role of Scotty, but Paul McGillian's our guest tonight. You guys are totally going to dig this episode. We get the chance to talk about the series and the movie in, in really good depth. One thing we do want to mention, though, is that Paul's going to be at the Austin Comic Con at the end of October. So October 26th, 27th, and 28th at the Austin Convention Center. Uh, with Paul, there will be a, a large Star Trek contingent there. The entire bridge crew from Star Trek The Next Generation uh, will be in attendance. Um, but, you know, come out. If you're in the area, it's a fantastic show. We've said several times on this uh, podcast that, that Wizard World does a fantastic show. We love it. Yeah, so come out and check that out. Come see Paul. Come see everybody else. Come see us. <laughs> I don't know. We'll actually be there uh, with our Bye Bye Robot booth. Uh, and, of course, Life After Trek has been brought to you by Bye Bye Robot today. <laughs> Uh, you can check us out at bybyerobot.com. Uh, we sell licensed Star Trek posters and fine art. And if you'd like to buy some, we would appreciate it. We don't mind. We wouldn't hate that. But we'll also be covering the convention, Austin Comic Con convention. Yep. Subspace um, Communique subspace will be communique, there. Yeah. Yep. When I say Bye Bye Robot and Subspace Communique, that just means us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there. So without further ado, we'd like to bring you this interview with Paul. Um, Paul McGillian. He, you know, if you want to check him out on Twitter, it's Paulie McGillian or at Paulie McGillian on Twitter. Uh, be sure and follow him. Um, but he was a fantastic guest. And, totally. And you guys are going to dig this interview, so stay tuned. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Our guest tonight has worked on uh, hit TV shows like Smallville, The X-Files, Sanctuary, and most recently Fringe, just to name a few. Uh, but to you and me, he's uh, Dr. Carson Beckett from one of our favorite sci-fi uh, series, Stargate Atlantis. Uh, we also think of him, of course, as our choice for Scotty and J.J. Abrams' uh, 2009 Star Trek. Uh, but we'd like to give a warm Life After Trek welcome to Paul McGillian. Uh, hey, Paul, thanks for joining us. Um, my pleasure. Thank you so much. What a nice intro. It's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you very much. For <laughs> no. God's sake, you cheeky buggers. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's our pleasure, definitely. Um, of course, we want to dive into uh, Stargate Atlantis and the 2009 J.J. Uh, Abrams Star Trek film. But where we want to where we want to start, or where we usually sh usually start, I should say, uh, is with uh, how you got the acting bug. How did you get into acting? Well, let me see. Uh, I'm one of seven kids, and I was born in Paisley, Scotland, and you know, hence the the Scottish accent for Beckett. Um, and when I was born, I was number six out of seven, and uh, there's six boys, one girl. When I came out, I had long hair, and um, my mom looked at me. She goes, "Go ahead, six. Look at the hair, and I'm looks like a wee beetle. We'll call him Paul." <laughs> uh, and, you know, my mom all said, "You know, you're acting it up because I was born in the house, and I, I didn't come out on time." She said, "You're you're a born actor." And uh, you know, I'm the only actor in the family, though, and uh, I did an education degree. Uh, a Bachelor of Arts first and an education degree prior to, to acting to the minor in theater. And I just, uh, you know, just got into it and sort of fell in love with it a, a little bit later, actually. I was, you know, 
in my um, late teens going into early 20s before I really hit my stride with it. So you worked a lot in theater before you actually got into TV and film production? I, I did a, a combination of both. I you know, started out in Toronto. I did a lot of, a lot of theater, took a lot of workshops and studied as much as I possibly could. Um, and then I went, did my education degree, teaching degree as well, just to have that, you know, and I remember my, uh, my dad actually, you know, old school Scottish, you know, and, uh, like I said, I'm number six out of seven, so my parents are a bit older now. And, uh, when I started acting, he says, you're an actor, for God's sakes, what are you doing? You're acting. <laughs> you're a teacher. Teach. You've got a teaching degree. And then I said, well, dad, you always told me whatever I wanted to do, make sure you enjoy it. And, you know, I moved to, um, uh, I moved out to Vancouver and, I got a I got a part on a show you mentioned earlier called The X Files, and my dad said, "Hey, you're on The X Files. That's a popular show. How much do you make doing that?" I told him, "He goes, that's bloody fantastic. The acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a respectable job now." Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, that's perfect. Um, so you've worked uh, from according to IMDb, and this stuff isn't always accurate, but um, you've worked steadily uh, since 1994 in both Canadian and Hollywood productions. Uh, as an actor, what's the difference in atmosphere between? Uh, the two two productions or two areas that they do productions in. Well, you know, uh, so, sometimes when you work down in the states, the the budget's a little bit bigger. That's that's one thing, you know, for sure. But uh, besides that, I, there's no difference whatsoever. I, I'll say, you, you know, acting's in essence, and when it comes down to it, you're you're just one other person in a room, or you know, reading reading lines with somebody else, or connecting with another actor. It doesn't matter where you are, you know, if you're in Toronto, Vancouver, New York, uh, L.A., anywhere in Europe, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. I think you just have to, you know be connected with the person you're acting with so to me it's just uh it doesn't really matter where you do it as long as you know the crew the crews are equally as good in both places for me between uh you know canada and the states uh, i just uh really enjoy acting and obviously like reading good scripts you know that helps sure totally. no absolutely yeah yeah and then closer to home the better right so <laughs> yeah, you can't be <laughs> well you know yeah, right now you know especially right. yeah and congratulations to yeah, both congratulations of you. Yeah. yeah yeah paul actually just had a newborn so that's why we're we're giving him congratulations. Well, my wife, my wife did. I, yeah. I, was, I was supportive. I would have loved to be the first person to do that. He went to the Stargate, and I wanted to be the first guy to have a girl, a baby. So. But you know, a little boy named Hugh, and he's doing great, and so is mom. And uh, you know, he's got a little head of hair on him too, so maybe he'll be an actor. I, I hope not, but we'll see. <laughs> oh man! So we've looked online, and um, the scuttlebutt is that you were possibly up for the role of Scotty in. Um, the recent Star Trek movie is that uh, right, or is well, that you know, sort of I had rumor? I had read for the part that's for sure, you mm-hmm. know, and um, you know, and uh, that was that was a great honor. Obviously, I, I grew up watching Star Trek as a kid, and I, I think a lot of the Stargate fans were really rallying for uh, for Carson to you know to transform into Scotty, which would have been awesome. So I did indeed read for it, and uh, went down and met the casting people in Paramount and in Los Angeles, and um, you know, obviously I did not get the part. I went to uh, Simon Pegg, who's a terrific actor. But I was driving back up um, to Vancouver to do a play, actually. Uh, I was down in Los Angeles at the time, and my manager called me and said, listen, you know, J.J. Abrams' office called. They want to offer you something in the Star Trek movie. And would you do it? And I said, well, what is it? And they said, well, they won't tell you until you say yes. I'm like, okay, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and they offered me, you know, the cameo I did in it, and it was great. And J.J. Abrams was fantastic when I met him. What, what a class act he is, you know. And, and um, you know, and I remember the... Uh, the first AD, his name was Tommy, he came up to me, he goes, you had Paul, he's, he's from Scotland, and he's like, oh, fantastic, JG wants to meet you, and he came up to me, and he said, listen, um, I'm sorry it's not a bigger part, you, your fan base is crazy, they love you, and I just got to say, you know, I really love what you do, we we had something in mind from a long time ago, so you know, I just wanted to give you something on it, but uh, really, thank you so much for doing it, and I said, well, thank you for having me, it was just awesome, what a what a classy guy, and there's, a, there's no wonder he does so well, you know. 
Um, and it was really, you know, quite an honor to have uh, Chris Duhan, uh, you know, James Duhan's son and their family, like, publicly endorsed me to play the part. That was really sweet. Yeah, you know, and, uh, that's they do, cool. And I've never met, I still haven't met him, but, you know, I'm friends with him on Twitter and stuff like that, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is really neat. Did you hear a lot of, um, like, you know, fan backing on that one did you did you get a lot of letters emails things like that yes yeah yes i bet <laughs> yeah, a lot i bet yeah i mean <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. letters and a lot of you know and you know i kind of you know did look like uh i think james doing is around you know the same age and so so there's some resemblance there i think and of course i, mean, I was born in scotland as well but you know the, the, it's acting and these things happen and uh you know what it just it's an honor to be part of that franchise i think i was the only stargate person that crossed over into star trek a lot of star trek actors crossed over into stargate but you know, as far as I know, I was the only one to do that. And it was just cool to be part of a, a huge movie like that. And I just think they did such a great job with it. You know, it was really, really fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Very yeah, cool. we're huge fans of the J.J. film. And we actually, you know, because we had heard about um, heard about you being backed for, for Scotty. Um, we were disappointed in that because we think you would have been fantastic. Disappointed when you didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> we, were, we were really pushing for that. But to then, see you in the yeah. film, we're like, oh, like we saw it in the theater. And we're like, wow, that's Paul. That's, that's Carson. That's We were pretty stoked about that. Totally. But, oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, it was, it was very funny. Yeah, it was really, really cool to be part of it. Another film that we actually want to talk about, and Charity will probably talk more about this than I, but uh, is A Dog's Breakfast. Oh, right. I love mm-hmm. that movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, people do love it. It's so great. Totally. Um, so that's like one of my favorite movies to rewatch. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I oh. love watching it and listening to it while I'm working because I, I draw a lot. So, you know, there's that. And it's fantastic. How'd you get involved with that? I mean, obviously, David uh, wrote David, it, right? David Hewlett, yeah. you know, David Hewlett wrote it and uh, his wife, Jane, and, and uh, John Alec, they produced it. And, uh, you know. I think it's it was one of those things where you know we were at a little off season and David wanted to do something and and thought of me for it which is really cool and then asked me to dress as a woman which wasn't you know, quite <laughs> cool and then later on <laughs> you know and they kissed me during Atlanta I don't know what's going on there's kind of a theme but uh, but uh, it was really yeah really fun to be part of I mean you got to hand it to him he wrote directed it and he was basically in every scene and you know we got put it together and had a great crew uh, a lot of Stargate people uh, you know in the crew obviously and. It was just really fun to be part of, and I think fans often, often talk about it. So, I mean, I, I'm glad. It's, it's one of those movies you can watch with the kids, too, which is great. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. totally. I noticed that around the same time, in one of the Atlantis episodes, um, your character mentioned that he felt like he was at Dog's Breakfast. Was that like a throwback <laughs> to that movie at all? Or I th- You know what? It might, you know, I, uh, I think it might have been, actually. I, I think it might. I, I can't remember exactly, but I think it might have been. <laughs> I think uh, someone was doing that for David. That was kind of cool. I mean, they like to do little things like that. There's a lot of Star Trekisms in some of the Stargate things. I think, you know, mm-hmm. Beckett go- in, in uh, Poison the Well, Beckett is talking about going through the wormhole, you know, his bloody insanity. We, you know, talk about... Um, uh, and, and those guys are talking about Star Trek a little bit. You know, I'm I'm a doctor, not a bloody fighter pilot, things like that. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah, totally. And I I really love that kind of stuff. I think it's really fun. I think the fans really enjoy it too. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I know I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, and actually, cool. you know, I, I hate to put you on the spot, but one thing uh, I think that fans would like to hear is uh, you say, "I'm giving it all she's got." <laughs> <laughs> With would your Scottish okay, I'm giving it all she's got. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. Love it. Thank you for obliging us. Uh-huh. We appreciate that. Oh, God, you're okay. It's good to pull those Scottish. I'm a little rusty, so. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are coming next week, so I'll have to spruce up for them. There you go. Oh, right. Perfect. Do you fall back into that when you hang around them? I, I, talk, I always talk with them in a Scottish accent. I just kind of do it for fun. Yeah. And then I can swear with the Scottish accent, and they'll get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> 
for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> So we mentioned, of course, you know, Stargate Atlantis. I mean, that's obvious. Mm-hmm. But you had a role on Stargate SG-1 as uh, Ernest Littlefield, uh, yes. the young Ernest Littlefield. Um, so did that, right. did that play into you getting the role of Carson Beckett? Was it something that they called you back in for, or did you go through an audition process? Well, no, it's funny they mentioned that because uh, that was in an episode called Torment to Tantalus, and I, I believe I'm right about that. Uh, he was the first person to ever go through the Stargate, which is really cool. And I remember, did you know that? Uh, no, no, huh? no I've Ernest Littlefield was the first person to ever go through the Stargate. <laughs> uh, young Ernest Littlefield. There's some trivia for you guys. Awesome. And <laughs> I remember, like you know, living in Vancouver. There's a lot of actors that played multiple different roles on on Stargate SG One. I was, I said after a while, I'm like, um, to my agent, I'm like, how come I can't back, get back on that show? I mean, I did an episode. I thought I did a good job and everything. And then you know, when Stargate Atlantis came around, and I auditioned for the role of you know Carson Beckett, and eventually you know got it. And I talked to Martin Wood about that. I said, Martin, how come I never, you know, got back to the show? And he goes, have you done a convention yet? And I'm like, no. And he goes, oh, okay. He goes, huh. he goes you, you played Ernest Littlefield. You're the first one to go to Stargate. You, we couldn't have you back on. It would have it was kind of a pivotal character. I'm like, really? And he goes, oh, yeah, you'll see. And now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And speaking of conventions, uh, Paul's actually going to be in our our neck of the woods really soon in October, the end of October at Austin Comic Con. Never been to Austin. I'm so jazzed to go to that convention. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and well, it sounds like it's going to be a big one this it time. It is going to be a big one this time. Yeah, definitely. Well, tell people to come and see me. I, I definitely. Absolutely. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, and, it's a good, it's a really well-run con and it's always a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, is it never done one in Texas before or any, in that area? So any, any fans out there, and I mean, just so you know, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. Don't take offense <laughs> to that. And they won last <laughs> night in their season opener against the Giants. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm really excited to go to Austin here. It's just uh, like one of the best cities in in the state, so I'm really jazzed to, to be going there. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we dig it. So. Pretty cool town. Um, with uh, Carson, um, did you? Now I don't want to give anything away. I'm going to have to like tell everybody there's spoilers in here. But he obviously left, uh, died. So was that part of the plan from the beginning, or did that happen just suddenly for you? Uh, not my plan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that happened sort of suddenly for me, and I think for everybody. You know? Yeah, oh, man. I, yeah, I, we were it was, a, you know, I think it was a decision the producer made to, you know, maybe throw a little curve into things, and mm-hmm. it, yeah, I think it certainly did. And, and you know, uh, I was, you know, surprised by it, to be honest with you, and, and I think everybody was, and, you know, all the cast and everything. And, um, you know, but, you know, it happens in television. You know, you get an opportunity to do a show. Carson wasn't even a regular to begin with, and the fans liked him so much. And I think, you know, kind of established the character. So, um, again, the support of the fans brought Carson back. You know, they had a rally up in Vancouver with people. On, it was on the news, you know, and, and there's busloads of people coming out and flashing their underwear, save Carson Beckett on their underwear. Pipe <laughs> fans were playing, at, at, at you know, and I was down in Los Angeles. And my brother called me. He goes, "You know what's going on up here?" I'm like, "No." And it was on like it was on national news in Canada. It was pretty cool, you know, <laughs> to to have that. I would never think that would have happened, but that's the power of sci-fi. And and you know, the fans didn't really like. I mean, killing Carson was like you know, killing a puppy. It totally so, was. Like, yeah. So, yeah. but I was really happy to to return to the show. You know, and in some ways, I think it even made the character a little more popular. So, you know, what are you going to do? You all you can do as an actor is your best, and hope that people like what you do. Oh yeah, and I got to say, even though it has a really terrible ending, Sunday is is a really great Stargate oh, man. episode. Yeah. I mean, I I, it, I love those kind of episodes where it's you see just like the everyday aspect of the character. One of my favorites, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, would it be nice if you would have had a beer before I went, though? (laughs) (laughs) Like a pint of Guinness, and then his exploding tumor went off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. man. So we mentioned earlier Fringe, um, and you just finished uh, finished filming that. Um, Can you tell us anything about... Uh, the role that you're playing and you know i'll never get to work with jj abrams again (laughs) yeah well then mum's the word yeah totally you know uh all i can say you know uh it was you know really not a liberty to say much but uh, you know it's um great part like really a a fantastic part for me i think a lot of stargate fans will really like it and um you know just a pleasure to work with all those actors you know and i had and i had scenes with all the 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 major players in the in the show so it was just a, a real blast to be part of and uh and a really, really, you know, really sweet role. So I was very, very happy to do it. We just finished that last week. So any um, idea on yeah, the, was, the air date for that? I think it's, you know, I th- I'm not sure exactly, but I think it's around the third or fourth episode of the season. Okay, very good. Cool. Yeah, yeah everybody's gonna want to know for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. You know, it's it, it's early in the season. I think you know, unless they, you know, oftentimes like in Stargate, we shoot episodes and then decide to put them later. So you know, if I find out, I'll put put it on Twitter. My Twitter's at Pauly P A U L Y. McGillian, M-C-G-I-L-L-I-O-N, uh, McGillian, at Pauly McGillian. Um, so uh, I'll, you know, when I find out, I'll tweet it. Very cool. Awesome. I'm um, kind of new to the tweet world, so. <laughs> Twitter world, I mean. It's a whole I'm new a experience, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, so if anybody wants to join up, that'd be great. Say awesome. hi to me on Twitter. That's great. Um, we saw on IMDb Pro that you've got a new movie that you're working on called A70. Um, I'm casting. I'm casting that movie. It hasn't went to production. I'm casting it. It hasn't went to production yet. It's supposed to shoot in Scotland, which, um, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully it happens. I think they're trying to work on their funding and stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, rumor has it that Billy Boyd's supposed to play the other lead in it. It's a really cool script. Really, really dark about uh, these alien abductions on the A70. It's a highway in um, in Scotland, and. Uh, yeah, it's a really, really great script. I can't say too much about, about it, you know, because mm-hmm. I haven't shot it, but yeah. it's a great role for me. And uh, obviously, Billy Boy gets to play that. would be really cool, you know, to yeah. work with him. And, it, you know, it's essentially a two-hander in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, fantastic. I really, you know, hopefully it goes, knock on wood. It would be really great if it did. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're, we're super thrilled that you were able to join us today. And we want to kind of kind of wrap it up because we know you got to get back to your family. Um, yeah, I can take a few more questions. I'm cool if you got, I got like five more minutes if you want. Okay, sure. Absolutely. Um, one thing that we do always ask um, towards the end of the interview, uh, and you said that you were a Star Trek fan. Um, yes. From when you were a kid. So what we normally ask is, what's your favorite episode of Star Trek? But I kind of want to make this twofold. Uh, make it, what's your favorite episode of Star Trek and possibly what's your favorite episode of Stargate Atlantis? Wow. Okay. Um, Star Trek, I mean, God, there's so many ones, you know. I love you. Know, I, I thought it was really sweet. I forget the name of the episode to be honest, but you know, you know when the creature is burling through the holes and 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 at um, in the tunnels, and um, you know pieces of it burn off and it's protecting its eggs. Yeah, that's you know, the, that the Horta. I don't. You know, I'm okay. So I run a Star Trek site. I run a Star Trek yeah. podcast, but I'm absolutely terrible with the episode names. But that's the well. I'm, I, the Horta, I know the episode. So yeah. You know, I really, I really enjoy that episode, and obviously, when when you know the episode where Kurt's fighting with the big, uh, with the big, you know, and the, and the music goes and well, Kurt's fighting a lot when he has, he takes on all the guys, um, <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I mean? With uh, absolutely, and he has like the sickles and stuff like that, and he's fighting. And then yeah, another episode I really like is when they all get the potion and they all kind of fall in love, which remind me of an episode in Star in Stargate as well. You know, when they take that magic potion, and Spock falls in love and stuff. That's very funny. <laughs> I like when the characters kind of are not themselves, which is really yeah. interesting. 
Yeah, I do too. You know, actually. yeah. But you know, I, you know, if I thought more about that, you know, come up with the animals I really like. But I mean, it's one of those. Uh, you know, you came home from school, you watched Star Trek, you kind of did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I watched Star Trek and Gilligan's Island. That's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did something very similar, but mine was uh, Star Trek and the Brady Bunch. So. <laughs> yeah, we, I, we, you know, I, I, we watched the Brady Bunch too. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. Um, you know, er, you know. Everyone had a you know crush on um, Marsha. Well, I did anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the older I, women. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, well, no, I was gonna say Jan, but I think I had a thing for Marsha too. So. It's kind of a push. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, uh, or Ginger or Marianne. You, you know, you, you, everyone oh, kind of likes oh, Ginger right. really hot, but then other guys. Well, I'm not gonna really get a crack at Ginger, so Marianne. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, a more Mar- realistic goal, right? If yeah. it's Marianne and, and Marsha, it would be Marianne for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's going. We're going to dark. We're going dark here. Uh, as far as, far as Atlantis goes, so many episodes. I, I really enjoyed the pilot. It was really cool to work on the pilot with Robert Patrick and everybody being there. You know, it was just you felt there's a. It was just a feeling that something special was happening. And I remember during the pilot, it kind of segues into another episode. That's probably solidified Beckett as a regular. Um, when I was shooting the pilot, you know, I wasn't cast as a regular yet, and and then maybe seven or eight days in, um, Martin Wood, who directed the pilot, said, listen, when you get a second here after we do this shot, go up to the office and talk to Damien Kendler. He wants to talk to you about a big Beckett episode. I said, oh, really? He goes, yeah, it's like episode seven or something. And I went to myself, wow, this is good. You know, <laughs> so I went up there, and that episode was poisoning the well. And that was a really heavy Beckett episode with, you know, Perna dying in my arms. And I think that sort of solidified Beckett as a regular. And I think with the producers, they kind of saw that I could carry it, you know, carry the part. So that was a kind of a special episode for me, you know, as, as an actor and, and giving me, you know, a huge part in the first season, you know, and, and seeing how I could do with it and it worked out well, you know. So I'd say that's one of my other ones. I mean, duet duet is crazy. It was you know kissing David. It was a really funny episode. I thought <laughs> yeah, you know absolutely. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think the the Stargate Atlantis is kind of a swan song for Stargate fans. Not only was Carson cut short, but the the series uh, was also cut short. Uh, was is there? I know that there's been talk for years about some form of Stargate Atlantis movie, like they did the last two sure uh, movies yeah. for for Stargate SG One. Yeah. Is there any plans for that that you've heard of? Or? Well, I don't know. I mean, I know there's a script that was written that uh, Joe and Joe and Paul wrote, Joe Malazzi and Paul Molly wrote, and uh, I don't think, it, you know, I know they wrote it. I don't know. Honestly, your guess is as good as mine if, if, if it's going to come to fruition, but I think it'd be really cool, you know, for the fans, and uh, I would certainly be interested in, you know, reprising Carson again, you know, such a fun character. Yeah, we'd love to we'd see love it, it, too. Yeah, totally. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I know a lot of fans always ask me that, and I just, you know, honestly, oftentimes the actors are the last to know, so, that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how it goes. So everybody out there, come see Paul McGillian, Austin Comic Con, October 26th right. through the 28th. Uh, we'll be there yeah. too, but you'll probably want to see Paul more than us. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you guys make sure you come say hi to me too. It'd be nice to meet you in person. Oh, and awesome. we will. We will. And, Absolutely. And maybe a couple other things I mentioned. I just finished this miniseries with um, Ryan Robbins and Seth Green and um, you know all kinds of Matt Furrer and a lot, a lot of different actors you know called Delete and... Um, you know, I think it's going to be a really cool thing. Kind of, a, it, it's in the sci-fi genre, so the fans might want to check that out. And you know, so that's something else out there. Yeah, For sure, absolutely. Oh yeah. Do you have any other upcoming live appearances? Um, I've got the the Austin one, mm-hmm. and I'm doing one in Winnipeg at the Central Comic Con in Winnipeg right before Christmas up in Canada, which I've never done anything in not very many in Canada. So I'm doing that, and then I think there's a few more in the works for next year. So awesome. we'll see what happens. Right now, you know, it's kind of going to stay home and. Uh, 
I was hoping to go to Dragon Con, but I'll probably end up going there next year, hopefully, because I love that, that convention. That's a fun one, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I hear it's really, crazy. <laughs> it's great. It's great. But I'm really looking forward to uh, Austin, so I hope, hope to see a lot of fans out there. Yeah, it, it's a great show. But it's been our pleasure having you on the show, and we can't thank you thank enough Thank you so much, uh, you guys. I'm glad us. I could do it, and, and uh, thanks for being so patient. And, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, yeah. thank you thank, very much. Thank you again, and congratulations again. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> thank you so much. So that was episode 21 of Subspace Communiques Live After Track, and we'd like to give a huge thanks to Paul McGillian for joining us. Uh, and like we said earlier, you guys can check out Paul uh, at the Austin Comic Con. Don't miss it. October 26th, 27th, and 28th uh, at the Austin Convention Center. And also, Paul's going to be on Fringe. Fringe, Don't miss that Fringe yeah, episode it's either. October totally. 12th uh, on Fox. You can see Paul in Fringe. We'd like to give a huge thanks to Paul uh, McGillian for joining us this evening. Uh, you can check out Paul. He's got a website, paulmcgillian.com. He's also on Twitter, and that's at Pauly McGillian. Uh, be sure and check both of those out. As always, we'd like to give a big shout-out to our other podcast friends out there, the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. You can check them out at scifidinerpodcast.com. Uh, we'd also like to say hey and, and give a shout-out to Geek Fights, uh, geekfights.net. Uh, you can check out both of those podcasts. And I believe they're both on iTunes, uh, so you guys can subscribe there. If you haven't been to our site before, it's subspacecommunicate.com. We also have lifeaftertrek.com where you can get the latest episodes for our podcast and back episodes too. We're on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash subspacecoms and uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash subspacecoms. Uh, and we'd like to say thanks to everyone out there that uh, that gave us awesome reviews on iTunes. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, thanks. we can't thank you guys enough. And, and if you'd like to leave a review on iTunes, uh, you can do that. We'd love it. I mean, five-star reviews are fantastic. Four stars are pretty good. Anything lower than that? <laughs> Anything lower know. than that, we are no. not called Life After Trek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, we're Trek After Life. So check yes, that out. exactly. Um, but uh, thanks again for listening, and hopefully we'll be back with another great episode. And until then, everybody out there, live long and prosper. Mm-hmm.